Well, hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome to Twisted Perspective's new series called Divine Secrets, where we will be taking a journey that will lead us through the Book of Esther, where we will learn of a spiritual roadmap that very well may become a path that leads us directly to the heart of God. I'm your host from Blood of the Lamb Ministries, Jody Coward. Good day to you, brothers and sisters. Hey, thank you, and may God bless you for taking your time to listen to our podcast today. And just a warning for you, today's episode may take a little bit longer than normal, simply because we have so much business to discuss. So what do you say? Let's get started. Here's some praise reports for you. Fred in Oklahoma was having some heart issues, and his doctors were concerned about some possible blood clots in his legs. The Twisted Prayer Team received a prayer request for Fred. The very next day, Fred's heart was functioning at a better-than-normal capacity. And get this, the test revealed there were absolutely no blood clots. The doctors released him the next day. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, this next one is absolutely amazing. I received a prayer request from a very long time high school friend of mine from Texas. Her daughter, Kami, was in a moped accident. The accident was caused when her two-year-old child unexpectedly grabbed the throttle and gunned the moped. This caused Kami to lose control of it. She ended up with some broken ribs, a broken clavicle, a very nasty cut on her chin, and on top of all that, Kami had a pretty severe concussion. But get this part, guys. This is beautiful. I mean, we feel sorry for Kami, but this part you're going to find beautiful. The two-year-old didn't have a scratch on them. Praise Jesus. (laughs) There had to be some angels holding on to that precious child. But anyway, Kami, she was scheduled for surgery on Tuesday morning of that week. The day before... The surgery, our friend texted me and informed me of her daughter's situation. And she asked if I would have the prayer team pray for her and Kami. And of course, I said yes. I informed the prayer team. We immediately went into intercession for Kami. The next morning, as they wheeled her into the surgery, the twisted prayer team was praying. What was expected to take about three to four hours only took an hour and a half and the surgery was complete. The doctor told Kami's mama that the clavicle bones all lined up perfectly, which he didn't think they would be able to do that. Here's a really cool part of this testimony. After Kami went home, her mom texted me asking if she could volunteer to be a part of our Twisted Perspectives prayer team. Now, how about that? A testimony turned into a lady volunteering to be on our prayer team. Hallelujah to Jesus. This team is now 12 strong, and we have dubbed their name to go along with uh, Twisted Perspective theme. They're they're calling themselves the Scrambled Dozen. (laughs) Next, I don't normally do this, but I figure that this is your podcast and not mine. So I'd like to give you an update on the progress that you all have had a part in. I mean, let's face the facts here, okay? You guys are faithful supporters, and without you, there would be no Twisted Perspectives podcast. So as of today, 
I think you need to be aware of these facts that I'm going to go over with you. As of today, Twisted Perspectives is now available on five different platforms. And just FYI, we are looking into expanding that too as well. But anyway, five platforms, Podbean, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podchaser. And we've also opened up a Twisted Perspectives Facebook page. I encourage you to visit it. Uh, send us your friend request. We'll gladly accept them. And I would like to thank my very good friend and my brother, Richie, in Fort Gibson, Oklahoma, for making that Facebook page happen. Now, the Facebook page, it's a lot like the podcast, but with uh, a little twisted perspective on it. <laughs> But here's a few numbers for you. As of today, we have over 500 downloads, 137 downloads in the last 30 days. And praise God, we've also picked up a couple of twisted supporters in Pakistan. These numbers may not seem very impressive to you, but they are to me. I did not expect even half of that. They were only five months old. That's an average of 100 downloads a month. But you know, my Bible says we are not to despise the day of small beginnings. And I also know in my very heart of hearts that God is doing a great work through this ministry. Now, one more thing before we actually get started with today's episode. On the 29th of April, we were invited by our friend and our co-laborer in the field, Aaron Michaels, to attend a Christian rock concert at Heart Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was a great night of some real good music, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there were about eight people that gave their lives to Jesus. Glory to God. The point here that I want to talk about is about the second band of the night. Their name is called Chaotic Resemblance. These kids were absolutely incredible. They have an amazing love for Jesus and a passion to save the lost that I've never seen in young people. Now, you may not believe what I'm about to tell you, but I'm telling you that I saw this. These young men, well, you can imagine they have really long hair. And it, sad to say, it kind of make me miss my long-haired days. And I think the term for what they were doing is called headbanging. And it was during one particular song. You know what I'm talking about. It's where they throw their head and their head full of hair goes back and forth. It really just makes me dizzy even watching them. But anyway, I think you know what I mean. And I had looked at another young person in the crowd. And I'm telling you what. This young kid was banging his head for Jesus. And I knew it. <laughs> and as I looked back up to the stage, there was Jesus standing right between the bass player and the guitar player. And Jesus was banging his head right along with him. Now, like I said, you may not believe that I saw that, but you know what I realized in that moment? Jesus loves these young men, and he is using them to reach children that would probably never, ever go to a normal church because they would be afraid that somebody would not accept them for who they are. 
And Jesus, through these headbangers, quote-unquote, is saving children's lives. So you can go, go ahead and think what you want. After the service, I met this bass player. His name is Travis. And I want to tell you what, Travis, you are an outstanding young man, my friend. And thank you that you allowed me to lay my hands on you and pray for you and your band. And I know that God is using these young men to touch the lives of hundreds, perhaps even thousands of young souls. And here again, you may not approve what these young men are doing for God. But you know what? God doesn't need your permission to advance his own kingdom. Now here's the really cool part of this story to me, personally. A couple of days after the service, I visited with Travis by text messages. He gave me his permission to tell you guys what I've said. And we're probably going to be having lunch sometime pretty soon. And when we do, I'm going to ask Travis if they will allow us to use some of their songs on our podcast. Although after Travis hears this, he'll probably text me himself saying, Yes, please, Jody, use our songs. <laughs> now, I want you to understand something here. I ain't throwing Aaron Michaels out the window. I ain't throwing him out the door. We are covenant brothers together in ministry. I just want to use a few of these songs, and I think I can come up with episodes to match their songs. I also like to let you know that these gentlemen have several videos on YouTube. I've watched some of them, and I can tell you personally, some people may not get into headbanging music, but I can tell you this. Chaotic Resemblance loves Jesus Christ. They exalt him in their services. They bring people into the kingdom in his name. They absolutely love the king. My brothers, Chaotic Resemblance, I want to encourage you guys to keep rocking for Jesus, my brothers. Love you guys. Hope to see you guys soon. So now then, are you guys ready to get a little bit twisted? This is part eight of Divine Secrets. Esther 6 opens with these words. That night, the king could not sleep. I wonder what night the writer of Esther is talking about here. I got an idea. Let's go look. At the close of chapter 5, we find that Haman is leaving Esther's first banquet with the king. And yes, sir, he is a happy man. He's walking home and he's probably saying to himself, I'm the only one in the whole kingdom that was invited to dine with the king and the queen. I am the man. As Haman is leaving the king's court, he sees Esther's uncle Mordecai once again. And again, Haman is outraged that Mordecai refuses to bow down to him. So when Haman gets home, he tells his wife, what a great dinner it was. He probably even said something like, you know, honey, that dinner where I was the only one invited, it was amazing. But there is this Jew that refuses to bow down to me, and I just want to kill him. Doesn't this man know who I am? You've probably heard the old saying, that hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn. I heard that a lot personally growing up, and hopefully you've heard of it. If you don't Google it, it'll tell you what it means. 
Anyway, Haman gets home and tells his wife the story, and Haman's wife tells him to go build some gallows to hang Mordecai on. And then she probably says something like, then you need to go and tell the king, and he needs to hang this despicable Jew until he's dead. She probably continues and tells him, Haman, after that, you need to go get yourself prepared for Esther's second banquet dinner. You do not want to be late for that, my husband. I mean, after all, you're the only one invited. Guys, this is what is happening that night, on the night that the king could not sleep. So King Xerxes probably did what every good God-fearing king would do. He calls for his royal DVR to be turned on for his favorite royal movie, Force Gump, to be played. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding you. It was probably Lonesome Dove or Tombstone. <laughs> Now, he calls for the chronicles of his royal court records. He commanded that the book be read aloud to him. Oh, wow. You know, I just thought of something here. I guess I might be a king, too. Here's why. Xerxes had his book read aloud to him. Well... My phone reads my Bible app out loud to me and Donald while we're sleeping. So I guess I'm a king. <laughs> anyway, back to the king. The record is read from where it said that Mordecai was the one who revealed the plot to kill the king and he saved the king's life. The king then discovers that nothing had been done to honor or compensate Mordecai for his faithful service to the king. Now, I know you're probably asking the question, Jody, where in the world is there any secret in all of that? Well, you know, brothers and sisters, I'm so glad you asked. According to Psalms 121, God never sleeps and he never slumbers. But let's go look and see what Jesus has to say on the matter of God not sleeping, God not slumbering. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus tells us the story of the persistent widow. This widow had evidently lost something that was wrongfully taken from her. So she goes before this judge that Jesus himself described as being wicked and godless. This widow taunted this judge day and night until he ruled in her favor. Now listen to what Jesus says in verse 7. Hear what the unjust judge said. But as for God, this is Jesus speaking, he always helps those he has chosen to be his children when they continue to ask him for his help day and night. He will help them. Now at this point, I need to ask you guys a question. But before I do, you have to understand that this question is the secret. At first glance, it may not make any sense whatsoever. But no worries, I'm going to show you where the Holy Spirit showed me that the secret that is hidden within this question. Okay, 
Are you ready? Here's the question. When was the last time you gave God a sleepless night? Yeah, I told you it ain't going to make no sense because God never sleeps. So let me explain what the Holy Spirit showed me. The widow wanted back what was rightfully hers. Esther wanted what was the right thing for her king to do, which was save her people, right? So now listen to the secret. The finished work of Jesus has already given back to us that what was rightfully ours. That what Satan had stolen from Adam and Eve. It was wrongfully taken from us, and it was rightfully ours. Jesus came to restore what was lost. Jesus paid the price for redeeming us from the curse of the law. Jesus was born. Jesus lived. Jesus took our punishment for us. And Jesus died on the cross for us. Sorry, I'm getting kind of emotional. When I think about what Jesus did, it hits me in the heart. He was buried in a borrowed tomb. He went to hell for us. And three days later, he was raised from the dead. Listen, that is what is written in our Bibles, which is the king's court record to us. So I challenge you today to do this. Take your court record and remind your king what he's already done through the finished work of Jesus. Worship him because Jesus gave back to us that which was rightfully ours and it was wrongfully taken from us. Worship him, praise him, keep worshiping him and keep worshiping him. Do it night and day and see if you can cause God to have a sleepless night. Now, you very well may have to do this. You may have to invite God back to more than one banquet of your praise. But I assure you this, brothers and sisters, if you will do this relentlessly, God will show up, and then he will show himself strong on your behalf. This, my friends, is the secret hidden within that question. Hallelujah to Jesus. Father, I bring these listeners before you in the name of Jesus. Father, I anoint them in the blood of Jesus from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. And Father, I continually to give you praise and glory and honor for it is you, Father, through the Holy Spirit that will illuminate their minds and enlighten the eyes of their understanding. It is the Holy Spirit that will set upon them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and who they are in Jesus and who Jesus is to them. I thank you for it. I give you praise for it. I thank you for what you're doing through this podcast. I pray, Father, that every word that was spoken was an anointed word from the throne of God, and it penetrates people's hearts. It brings them understanding, fresh revelation, fresh knowledge, and a fresh perspective of your love for them. It is in Jesus' name, Father, that I ask you. It is in Jesus' name that I believe we receive it when we ask. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hey guys, thanks again for joining us today. 
and be sure you tune in next time. Until then, don't forget to give us a like. Please, please, please share our podcast and help us grow this thing. Leave us a comment and make it, give yourself a download of it. Hey, I want to give a special shout out to my very good friend, Aaron Michaels and the band. Guys, I love all y'all. I think you're doing amazing work for Jesus. I am so very honored and humbled to be working with such talented musicians. And hey guys, the Aaron Michaels Band has the number one song on, I believe it's four different radio station platforms. The number one song has been number one for three weeks now, I think it is. The name of that song is called Faith Over Fear. Highly recommend it. You hear it played on our podcast over the last several episodes. And another special shout out to my dear friend and my producer and co-laborer in this project for his incredible patience, for his incredible tenacity of constantly challenging me to get better at this. Uh, His name is Ted Ackerman. I highly recommend his podcast, Road Tales. And both of these guys, Ted and Aaron, you can find their stuff on Amazon Music. Uh, you can find Ted's podcast, I believe it's on Spotify and Podbean. His, his podcast is called Ted Ackerman's Road Tales. Anyway, I love all you guys, man. Thank you for being part of my life. Thank you for being my friend. And thank you for your service to our King. In Jesus' name, guys, I love you. Before we go, I'd like to remind you, we sure do welcome your prayer requests, your comments, and even your concerns. You can contact me and my team at jodycoward59 at gmail.com. That's J-O-D-Y-C-O-W-A-R-D-5-9 at gmail.com. 